Like twin suns on a womp rat's tail, welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Guys, we're, we're making a habit of this, but uh, we got some more collecting news that we're gonna <laughs> that we're going to touch on this week. That'll be like three weeks in a row where we do a, a significant portion of the pod on collecting. Uh, but then we're going to spend the rest of the pod just talking about the Bad Batch and having some fun with that. Ooh. We've got a couple of episodes to, to uh, talk about, like 90 minutes of new Star Wars animation here to uh, discuss. But uh, before we get there, let's rewind a little bit, as we always do, and talk about our week that was, which included the May 4th celebrations. What's up, fellas? Corey, what's going on, man? We, we missed you last week, but uh, we had Mac from uh, from Sandcrawler Podcast who filled in and did a great job. So thank you, Mac, once again for filling in. But Corey, now that you're back in your seat, you got to catch us up. What's going on? Uh, not too much, man. Just, you know, just really just been working around the place. And last week I was just so tired with the boys. Just was work, work, work pretty much like all weekend. And uh, yeah, no rest for the wicked. But uh, there was rest last Sunday somewhat. It, it needed to be done. I missed you guys too, though. Like I would have loved to record it with Mac as well. Like pretty rare opportunity, but. Anyway, like I said, man, I was just my headspace, man. Like I, I knew I would, I would have just bombed, kind of, <laughs> or just listened to you guys speak would have been cool too. But I might have fallen asleep, like Carlos did a couple of times in the past. <laughs> yeah, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, everything's cool, man. I mean, uh, continued working on the backyard this weekend. Like I was telling you, just continually finding these massive rocks underground and uh, moving them. Uh, extremely exhausting, but uh, the garden is looking, looking, starting to look like a garden. And uh, we're going to get ready to start planting next weekend, which I'm super excited about. Hey, I'll, I'm going <laughs> to ask because I know you did. I know you did. How many of those rocks did you stop and look over and looking for fossils or some kind of dinosaur bone stuck in it? How many, how many rocks? No, well, like I, I have a pretty good idea what kind of rocks to look for. So these weren't those type of rocks, but it's in your, it's in, it's on your mind. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Like when I see a good rock, I love that. I got, I got uh, scarred as a child, I guess. I, I got the bug, found a couple as a kid that were pretty cool. I was like, damn, this is awesome. And I've always loved archaeology. That's also part of uh, paleontology, so. I think is, is the word you're looking for. The study of dinosaur bones and fossils is not archaeology. Well, whatever, smart ass. <laughs> archaeology, paleontology, all that stuff. Egyptology, Indianaology. Yeah, you're just pretty much a fan of Indiana Jones. Just say Indiana Jones. <laughs> I can't wait, man. But yeah, everything's been really good, man. Mother's Day, happy birthday, or happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. No, mother, there is no other. So treat her right. Buona festa a tutte le mamme. Yeah, absolutely. Lobster. It's lobster, uh, kind of like lobster season out here, I guess, in Quebec. Absolutely. And it's the same thing every year, like clockwork, Mother's Day weekend, lobster's on special, and we had lobster. <laughs> it was great. Beow, beow, beow. Beep, beow. <laughs> it was crazy. One of them was like super aggressive. Like usually I do the Gordon Ramsay method with oh, the, uh, you got you know, into a knife fight the... with a lobster. Is this, oh, where, is... is this where we're at now? Because uh, I'm kind of, I've never to be seen honest, I'm kind of here for this. If you're going to tell me about a fight with a lobster. <laughs> he was pissed, this guy. I got him out of the bag. There was four of them in there and they had been there in the fridge for probably for about four or five hours. And I went for the alpha first, man. He's a big boy. And he put up a fight, man. Like he, he looked like, uh, you know what a 
a spider stands on its on its back legs kind of and like he was all up he was all about he was business man and i was like okay well you're not gonna let me stab you in the back of the head so i'm just gonna plop you in <laughs> so yeah he got it pretty bad i felt bad for him the other guys kind of submitted after that they were like <laughs> they resigned to their fate <laughs> it's like pow yikes it's more it's more it's more humane like that to be honest like I, there's nothing worse than dropping him in because like the other guy too like the the alpha man like he didn't die instantaneously like he was definitely like no <laughs> you feel uh, it sounds like you feel you're proud of yourself over this over this uh, murder is, it, is, is this is this what you call a mercy murder uh, it's no the cassian, it's the cassian method of lobster uh, cooking <laughs> i don't have to eat lobster so it's not mercy but damn they were good i appreciated it you know they all gave their life for us like most animals do and uh, i don't take that for granted they're com- they're in my compost bin right now actually <laughs> the circle if there are any vegetarians or vegans listening i am kind of sorry that was kind of funny but I, I i am i am sorry that they kind of had to listen to that well, well whatever um, it's lobster season what do you want to do well i mean you could just go about your business you know not eat lobster no no just eat the lobster alive <laughs> no Somehow, I, someone's got to kill it the idea of like not talking about it just doesn't even enter your mind does it Dude, he went crazy. This I never seen a lobster like this. He was he was pissed. He was like, "You're not gonna get me," and I was like, "Bro, you know how this is gonna end in my belly." But uh, I hope guy. you find yourself at like the bottom of the ocean at one point, and you know, I thought about lob- that. A bunch of lobsters go, "It's our turn, bitch," and they come. Well, and it made just me think of like apart. burning and stuff like that. Like you're gonna burn in hell and shit, like. Take, who are you to take this poor lobster's life? But then I quickly forgot about it. Oh, you know what? I, I watched a movie last week, uh, Bad Words, starring Jason Bateman. Just one of those movies. You want to watch a quick 90-minute uh, movie, get some laughs in. So I watched it's – it's on Amazon Prime, I think. Oh, there's Carlos's 9 o'clock bell. <laughs> Sorry. <man. laughs> so – um, <laughs> uh, that, just uh, for the fans, uh, that bell is to remind me to take drugs before bed. Just, uh... <laughs> Set your timers, <laughs> folks. It's going to get stupid soon. <laughs> All right, here comes the spray. So, yeah, so we're watching this movie, and uh, him and this kid, this little kid, they go into they get they get completely hammered, and this is like a nine year old child. They get hammered and run into a supermarket and they steal some lobsters and drop one of them in a toilet in the men's room and wait till some guy that they don't like goes in there and he comes out screaming he's got a lobster attached to the end of his nutsack <laughs> yeah oh I, my god that classic. would not end well oh no dude like you talking vasectomies there that that's it you're done that's a castration, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, if he gets the frank, it's a castration. If it's just the beans, <laughs> it's uh it's you know. I don't know if it's the beans, it's a castration. That's what castration. Oh, that's is. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about uh, an oversized circumcision. <laughs> yeah, if he grabs the frank, you got, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. Nick. <laughs> you're the king. You're gonna be a Kendall. 
It's a botched <laughs> circumcision. <laughs> oh, jeez. What the hell happened to the show? You got two pints of creamer in you, buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um. Okay, so, Corey, is there, any, is there anything else Star Wars related that you want to add to this? Anything Star Wars at all? Since we haven't even yeah. done that yet? Definitely got a bit of a collecting update. Other than that, I mean, celebrated May the 4th. Uh, look forward to, you know, a couple of colleagues actually at work. No, they, they, they wish me happy May the 4th. And got a few messages, which is always nice. You know, people know you like Star Wars and they kind of reach out. And even my son said uh, people at school were kind of like into it. So it's just such a cool day. It's such a cool thing to look forward to. And, you know, they, we were gifted with another amazing show. Just something to look forward to. And I hope, I hope year after year we just get spoiled continually on may the 4th with another new show no matter what it is but uh yeah it was fun to, to look forward to the bad batch and uh yeah i watched the uh the simpsons thing the force what is it the force takes a nap or something awakens from its nap yeah awakens from its nap it was good it's fun yeah other than that uh collecting wise i tried and i tried and i tried to get echo man on the uh oh, that toys r us exclusive on. I don't even know if they put it out there ever. Like Kyle, Kyle and I had the same experience. We had talked about it. Like at one point I was like, Oh cool. Like I was kind of late to the game too. Like I thought, I think it opened eight 30 or 8 AM Eastern standard time, which was rough for people out West. That'd be a 5 AM wake up call to, to get these things. So anyhow, like it was maybe like nine 30. I'm at work and I'm like, Oh crap. Like I hadn't even thought about it yet. I was just catching up on everything. Right. And just log into Toys R Us quickly and Echo's in my cart and I'm like, sweet. And then I can't check out and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, don't tell me. And yeah, totally unavailable after that. Like, anyhow, I was kind of like jaded a bit by the experience and I was like, man, like I'm not even going to get, get the other ones. <laughs> Taking my ball and going home. Yep. That's so then the next day, whatever, I, I kind of changed, had a bit of a change of heart, I guess. So I suppose I pre-ordered uh Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, not really going to go for the Hawk, I don't think. I'm thinking about it, but that would be more like an opener in the future, you know what I mean? Like, but other than that, yeah, uh, what else did I get? Kyle, he would warn me about the, was it the Dathomir Warrior? Something like that? Yeah, one of the Knight Brothers from Fallen Order. Yeah, it's a, it's a game reverse thing, which I'm not really into, like, I said, come on, you're that close to doing Savage Press. Like, oh, like the skin color's right. You really just should have went there. That, that one's a bit disappointing. And even that one, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of want it. And like, I didn't really care. And then Kyle, you kind of like were like, oh, check this out. Like, anyway, yeah. So I, I pre-ordered that as well. <laughs> and other than that, I bought some amazing collectible comics that we can talk about some other time. But oh, man, they're great. They're great. Cool. Cool. Carlos, um, we talked last week that you had a, a major Lego haul. Uh, yeah. Was this a week to sort of just chill out and, and enjoy that or lick your wounds from that? Uh, pretty much uh, pretty much licking the wounds. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a very, very uh, slow, uh, slow week, um, except for the Bad Batch, which was uh, which was awesome. And mm -hmm. uh yeah, that's it. Did I do anything else? I don't believe I did. 
I didn't. No, I was. I want to thank Robcast. I want. To, I want to say this on the show. I just want to thank Robcast for constantly uh, uh, hitting us with with the funniest memes. <laughs> that that I, honestly, it's just they, they just make me smile, man. I just want to say thank you because my fu- the favorite one is episode two. <laughs> Padme laying on the sand. And Anakin yelling, we got to turn around. We got to go save her. And then, well, there is a lot of sand down there. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I loved it. I loved it. So good. Yeah, no, he does a great job of throwing a bunch of memes into the chat all the time. And man, get all the Star Wars fans, man. They just don't stop. Yeah. They don't stop. I love it. And it's like the, the prequel stuff, too. Like, it's just... So memeable. Holy cow. I, I I don't know if it's because of like the, the hamminess, the general hamminess of the prequels, but holy cow. They are just ripe for the picking when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, it's great. I'm, it's great. I'm, yeah, it makes me smile. So, uh, But other than that, a very, very uh, yeah, light week on the Star Wars. Cool. Yeah, my my May Fourth was definitely saved by the Bad Batch. Like the rest of the day was kind of meh. You know what was nice though, like Corey, you kind of talked about it. Just getting text messages from from people. Like I I got more text messages on May the Fourth than I get for my birthday or for Christmas. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I nah. You, five, you guys six, are on a different level than me. That's for sure. It's, it's people that I, that I don't hear from very often at all. Who just will text me and be like, hey, dude, happy May the 4th. I'm, it's like, hey, great to hear from you. Like, well, and we'll get into a little chat. So, if, you know, if anything, there's that. I get to catch up with, with some friends. But, yeah, it's it's weird that I get more remembered for Star Wars than real holidays and, and birthdays. Not to complain. I'll, I'll take the contact. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, I, you know, I, I tried as well on Tuesday the 4th to get those Toys R Us exclusive... Clone Wars figures, and it was so unbelievably frustrating. So frustrating. Like, to say the the, the process to get these exclu- uh, exclusives is turbulent would be generous. Like, so, like Corey, you said, like, you, you have them in your cart, and then by the time you get to checkout, they're gone. No more, not no longer available. And I don't know if anything is more frustrating than that. It's unbelievable. But anyway, I, I stuck with it through the day. Uh, and I managed to grab Anakin and Obi Wan, which you know I guess that's you know that's a good start. And I did not get Echo; almost nobody got Echo. And huh, I don't understand Hasbro. Like they have they to know. know. They know. They have to yeah, know. So they're like, Haha, you guys. They all know. You all. They all know that we wanted Echo. So like, let's make the least of that one to make them the most sought after. But what what does that gain them? It I don't know. Their, it, just, gains, it, gain, it gains Hasbro nothing other than us talking about the line. If they they maybe think see it as like hype that we're talking about this thing, it's it's it spills over into frustration. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's it's so frustrating that and the people that I do know in, in the collecting groups that I that I'm in who did get Echo are now getting emails that they're canceled. The order is canceled. And it's like, wow. What is the point? Like I, I and again I don't know who's responsible for this if it's Toys R Us or Hasbro, the whole system sucks. It's trash. It's they'll put the whole system in the trash. Be done with it. 
like I, I think they'd be better off to like Hasbro is going to ship us X number of these and we're going to take and just say it. We're taking a thousand orders and then we're done. We're done. And when it's gone, like, and, and at least then people would know, boy, a thousand of those figures got snapped up in three minutes. But otherwise, like, we don't know. We just don't know if it, like, well, let's just take all the orders we can and then deal with the rest later, which they're already doing and canceling orders to like less than a week after it's been placed. Stupid. Yeah. And it, you know, if, if it boils down to cluelessness, then Hasbro deserves to lose the license. It's, I think it, it, it. Honestly, I think it's more. It's more Toys R Us than Hasbro the problem, because Toys R Us, the reason why they went under uh, in the states, was because of how far behind they were with e-commerce. Amazon destroyed them. Yeah, but they they opened the door for Amazon. They're like, oh yeah, they're gonna sell our shit, our stuff. Like, so let's use them. But they didn't. They had no foresight to say. Maybe we should like focus a little more on this part of the business and deal with it ourselves because in the long run, it's going to benefit us. But they took the easy way out and they let Amazon sell the, their stuff for them. And then Amazon undercuts them, which is what they're <laughs> yeah. doing to everybody. Yeah. They just undercut everyone. So I don't think it, honestly, I'll be like, I really don't think this is a Hasbro issue. Like they're they're like oh we're gonna make ten thousand it's only gonna be ten thousand and they're like telling Toys R Us uh, you you can only sell this many and then Toys R Us craps the bed and allows people to put in orders when they they don't have any stock left. It could be you that know? like they they don't know how to cap the orders, like they just take the, all the orders in that they can and then go oop look at all the yeah. orders we got all right can't start canceling and. You you piss off a bunch of your customers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's uh, and it's it's the uh, the lack of transparency also makes it very difficult. And and it what what that does is it it creates the opportunity for people to blame everybody under the sun when in reality can't blame the supplier. It's not like Hasbro made well, ten thousand and told Toys R Us we made a hundred thousand. You know I what think I mean? I think there's there's a bottom line here, man, and it, it's not a coincidence that almost every time that they do one of these exclusives or whatever, the one that people want the most is the one that's the hardest to get. It's like finding the that one hard hologram card in a pack in a wax box, right? Oh yeah, or like the gold C three PO in one of the Lego sets back in uh, uh, two thousand nine. Like, like yeah. people lost their minds trying to get that get that figure, you know. Sometimes it's, you know, is it the chicken or the egg kind of thing? Do, do, is it exclusive because people eventually find out that this thing is short shipped or like low production run? But in this case, it, it was immediate, like in, you know, two hours in, immediate that, oh, Echo's the one that, that nobody's going to be able to get. It's like, and ah, uh, uh, I'm so frustrated with this whole exclusive thing. Yeah. It's so off-putting. We talked about this at length last week, and we, it's not the first time or second time. But no. th this whole deal with exclusives is either got to be completely revamped or ended. It's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Anyway, um, and then Hasbro came out and on on Tuesday or Wednesday, I think I guess it was Tuesday, and revealed more stuff. 
and you know we don't, we don't have time to cover all of it today. So again, make sure you're subscribed to the Sandcrawler for all the breakdowns because they're they're I'm sure at some point they're going to talk about all of it very very soon. Um, but again, exclusives, and I don't know how much more of this I can take. <laughs> so I, I don't know, Corey. You you saw all these reveals? Any of them jump out at you saying, "I will I will fight for these. I will go after these," and that's it. Not really, to be honest. Ooh, wow. Whoa. You okay? So, something's happened here with Corey. Uh, some, some, someone's know. gotten to you. What's gotten to you, Corey? Usually, you'd have been like, "Oh, I, 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 I got to get all these. I, I pre-ordered all all twelve of them. All twelve. I didn't then, see twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the past Corey who would have." Got, seen 12 figures up for pre-order and go, ah, yeah, I gotta get the whole box. Or And I also got like the 24 Marvel Legends figures too. And yeah, I, I just I just had what, to have them. What figure are we talking about here? I don't know if I, we're talking about... The reveals from May the 4th. I don't know if I saw them then. Oh boy. Oh my God. So tell well, me, tell me. Well, I'm, like I said, I don't, we don't have time to go through everything, but uh, Omega uh, Black just Series. Just the Black Series stuff, yeah. Okay, Omega's coming in spring 2022. Okay, uh, that's... Is that... I don't know if that's a... Uh, maybe it's, it's probably too far out for it to, to, for us to know if it's a uh, exclusive or not. Probably. Why not? <laughs> it's probably going to be an exclusive. <laughs> Unbelievable. Exactly. Uh, what else was there in Black Series? There was... Uh, going down the list here. Oh, again, another Gaming Greats, which looks really cool from fallen order it's a flame trooper so it looks a lot like a ah. looks a lot like an imperial snow snow trooper the eyepiece is a bit different it's got like a flamethrower cannon it's a great looking figure i no not for me i, I don't care enough uh the knight brother warrior that was revealed all the, yeah and that's the one you picked up Corey. that was an eb games up here in canada gamestop in the u.s and finally there was the, uh, the Coruscant Trooper, the Shock Troopers that we've seen in the first couple episodes of Bad Batch. Those guys with the red boots and the uh, the red yeah. the red the red pauldrons and the red trim on their helmets. Those are sharp looking troops too, and those are going to be, I yeah those are those are Walmart exclusives as well, and I believe they went up in the states, but I never saw them in Canada. So. We're kind of still waiting on those orders. But yeah, Black Series was sort of limited. And there was a lot of stuff in on the Vintage Collection side. The thing that I wanted the most, which I've not seen up for order yet, is the uh, Boba Fett Prototype Edition, which is very similar to uh, that Darth Vader that they put out a few years ago. Like, the head is one color and the arms are different colors. Their legs are different colors. It's oh, a, God. It's a really wild-looking trooper, but it's kind of cool. I, if I can get that Boba Fett, I will... Other than that, um, I already pre-ordered Echo from Vintage Collection because, you know, it's a decent consolation prize for not getting the uh, the Black Series version. So I, I snapped up a couple of the Vintage Collection. And then the other thing that I might want, but I'll have a difficult time paying 20 bucks for, is an off-world Jawa. Because they will... That, if I want everyone to set up a bunch of Jawas around my Razor Crest when it comes... I'll need a bunch of Jawas, but at twenty bucks a pop, I don't know. Because Corey, I don't know you. I don't know if you listened back to our pod last week. More price changes are coming. Oof. 
Black yeah, Se- I figured Black Series is going to be like 34. Yeah, 33.99. And you're not a vintage collection guy, but that's going up to 20 bucks per figure and Crazy. helmets. We didn't talk about helmets last week, but they're going up to 175. They were 150, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 175 for the helmet. That's a that's a pretty significant jump. But yeah, lots of stuff still announced. Um We'll see, man. It's getting harder and harder to be... Oh, and also, sorry, Craig, I missed this guy. Admiral Rampart from the Bad Batch. Okay. We saw him very briefly in episode two of the Bad Batch, which we're going to get to in just a few seconds. But uh, yeah, that's an easy pass for me. Easy, yeah, easy I pass. I, Omega's the only one that really sticks out to me. Maybe that uh, that shock trooper, I think you were saying? Yeah, the, those shock troopers from the end of episode one. Yeah, I, I like I like clone troopers. Those those are always kind of fun and cool to have. I, I, but the I best part them. about them is the fact that there there's no face sculpt to to ruin. Well, they've That's kept, true. The, the different then, colors like, too. At the when they do make them, uh, you know, where you can take the helmet off, which isn't often really, but the the face sculpt is not bad. It's not bad at all. What they've got for the uh, like, I guess the Tamara Morrison sculpt. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. works. It's a, it's a pretty good thing. Actually, you know what's creepy? Some guys do this. The ones who are really good at customizing. You can pry off the helmets for a lot of these uh, clones. There is a head underneath them, but it's it's like it's plain like plastic. white. Plain yeah. white plastic, but it's got these... A mold. The, it's got the face sculpt to it. It's just not painted. So some guys get in there and actually paint it up. And Boy, some guys are talented out there. Holy cow. Yeah. Anyway. I want to ask you, Kyle. I don't know if I mentioned this, like... I got my Bo-Katan, the Black Series. Did you get yours? Uh, no, mine's still on pre-order. It's why well, it's. It, I think it's in. I just ha- I'm just letting this a whole bunch of my pre-orders sort of pile up at the warehouse, and then I'll just go grab a whole bunch of stuff at once. That's smart. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's in in the city of Montreal, which I don't go to very often. So I just wait for a lot of stuff to pile up, then I'll go get it all at once. Or Maybe I'll just wait and have it all shipped here. We'll see. Anyway, I I got my Boke 10 this week in the mail. I was super stoked. I was like, oh, sweet. Got an email notification from Toy Snowman. And uh, yeah, anyway, the the face mold or the face sculpt on this thing is really uh, really good. Really looks like Katie Sackhoff. I was really impressed. Yeah, no, it's from I guess from the pictures I've seen, it's definitely a good looking figure so I, I i think i ordered one but i would definitely consider buying a second off the pegs just for the hell of it just to do something just to you know have one or two figures out to pose out with different groups we'll see i'm not made of money um yeah you know what the, the weird thing about vintage collection and there were more reveals last week but like i said i'm, I'm not going to get into all of them I, I loudly and, and proudly declared a couple years ago that I was all in for this vintage collection. And now it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, can't do it. Can't do it. I mean, the, the volume of figures is, is more than I can keep up with the price tag. Yeah, you don't is... need to get everything though. Get no, no. Ones. I'm, I'm into super choosy mode now before yeah, I used to just way. buy the whole wave. Cause you never knew again, you never knew which one was going to be short shipped or, you know, in a case of eight, which one? Everything's going to have two to it, except for like one of them. It was it was just easier to buy them all. So yeah, that's over. Now it's just buy the ones I really can't live without, and the rest <coughs> go by the wayside. Two, you know what two, they say, huh? 
Choosy mom's choose Jif. Oh, Jif yeah. peanut butter is pretty good stuff. Full of sugar. Not good for yeah. you, but it's tasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, oh, God. They did. They showed some pictures of the uh, the Haslab Razor Crest. Oh. <laughs> oh, I missed that. <gasps> I can't wait to get this freaking thing delivered, man. Later this summer. They still haven't specified when. Just late summer. Oh, goodness gracious. That thing looks good. Everything about it looks amazing. The paint looks spectacular. Just, just the, the way you can take it apart and actually do that scene where the Jawas disassemble the thing. It, oh, man, it's so cool. So cool. So I can't wait for that. That's coming. That, that'll be sort of like, no matter what else happens this year in collecting, getting the Razor Crest will be the biggest. Well, it's going to be the biggest thing I've ever done in collecting. That's for sure. Cool. All right. Uh, let's put that aside for another week. Let's see if we can do uh, four weeks in a row next week with a significant collecting bit. Uh, for now, guys, let's let's jump over to Bad Batch for the first time. And, and since we've got uh, two episodes to talk about, I'm sure we're going to be a bit all over the place. I don't think we need to, oh, let's talk about episode one and move to episode two. We're, we're going to just jump all over, which is fine with me. Um, but yeah, Carlos, when did you get, a, get around to watching this thing? Did you make a Tuesday appointment or was it sort of a... I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, it was Wednesday evening. I waited for my kids to come back uh, so I could watch it with them. Okay. Yeah. Very happy I did too. Uh, it was uh, it was almost like a cinematic experience uh, for us uh, in the sense that it was like, you know, an hour and 10 minutes and... Um, just how it how it started off with the Clone Wars logo like turning into fire, and then the Bad Batch logo appearing underneath. Uh, right away, I was like, "Oh, they're doing something nice here," and uh, it did not disappoint, man. It started off with a bang, and yeah. I was like, "Wow, okay, they knew how to hook me in." Like Episode Two was a little slower, and obviously, it's like you know, they're building the relationship between Hunter and Omega, and um but but yeah so i i take that little lull let's say in in the second episode um just because of the grander story i'm so intrigued and guys i'm gonna mea culpa right now like completely i i was not expecting to love it like i was expecting to like well obviously we're gonna talk about it every week and i was expecting to like the show uh, but I was not expecting to love it and I, like w- like die to watch the next episode. Like I- I'm I'm all in, man. <laughs> I I was like, yeah, man. I was I-, I watched it Tuesday night on my own. So yeah, we just ran out of, out of racetrack on Tuesday night to watch it as a family. So it's I-, I can't wait. I don't want it to be spoiled on anything. So I went downstairs and just watched it on my own. Which frankly, you know, I, I not that I prefer it that way. You know, I I always prefer to watch it with the kids, but. Just to be able to watch it in quiet and hear the words instead of two kids chattering in my ear. I was fine with that because I knew we'd get a, a second shot later in the week. But yeah, man, so pleasantly surprised. And I, You know, the three of us across the board were kind of like lowered expectations. Just, yeah, yeah, you you prove it to me before I get excited. But yeah, like you said, Carlos, that just with one opening scene, it was like, okay, you got me. You got me. I'm in. Let's go. Let's do this. It was it was so much fun. It was such a great 
opening ride. I loved it. I, I absolutely loved that first episode. Um, yeah. What about you, Corey? Yeah, man. Like you guys know me. I, I love animation and this just, this didn't disappoint. Like they're really following off the heels of, uh, the last season of the Clone Wars, like Carlos had said there, that title card, the way it like fades out, you see the Bad Batch, and that music, the way it's it's a turn for the worse, man. Like things are going down. It's uh, not a great time for the galaxy, but it's amazing what they did with it. Like I just I love animation, and this just didn't disappoint. Like you had said, Kyle, we were a bit reserved in our you know uh, hopes for it. And I think it's just going to be a great show. It's got a lot of heart so far. They, you know, it's, it's it's wholesome for the most part. You know, there's a lot of action and stuff too, <laughs> but it's got the it's got that feel. You know, they got Omega on board. Like even my girlfriend asked me, like, what's with Star Wars and using kids? You know, I'm like, yeah, they pull at our heartstrings. You know what I mean? Uh, it's for kids too. <laughs> it's well, yeah. Luke was 19, right, in uh, Episode Four. Yeah, it's pretty much a kid, right? Yep. How many? Uh, you know, yeah. traveling through space isn't like dusting crops, boy. Every, every Star Wars trilogy, every show has had young people at its center. When when yep. Anakin was was you know a little too dark for Clone Wars, in comes Ahsoka. Like every Star Wars show has kids at its center. That's it. Yep. That's it. Well, just to see this opening scene, like I knew right away when I heard the word Depa Balaba, I was like, yes, we're gonna see Kanan. Then right away in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're going to see Order 66. I knew it in that battle that, that that's what's going to happen. And uh, anyway, it was interesting. Just I, I'm like, I told my son, I'm like, watch. Her last word to him is going to be run. Just like just the same thing in Rebels, man. Like, oh, so that intro of just Kanan going for backup with going to get the um, the Bad Batch. And then destroying that army. Like, what an intro, man. What a way to, like, you know, just they slide down the hill into action. And I love that, man. It's like, it's cliche a bit, you know, but it was just so fun to watch. But it, uh, well, yeah, it was, it, it was, yeah. If you, if you watch that sequence and you're not smiling or having a little bit of fun, you're too cynical for Star Wars. You, you got to go. Yeah. You should go. You should just go watch the boys again. I just love the fact that they can take out an army, you know, like they, we got a, a buttload of clones here plus a Jedi and a Padawan and they're completely pinned down. Enter these four and they literally take out an entire battalion. You know what I mean? It's, it's really cool. These guys are super powerhouse, man. And I, I'm just grateful that we got it. You know, like uh, we weren't too sure. We thought we were kind of, they were like shoehorning this like teenage mutant ninja turtle like group down our throat a bit, you know, but it just looks again, like a really, it's going to be a good show. And obviously the elephant in the room, I think we should get this right out of the way. Well, we'll, we'll is, get there. We'll get there. I know what you're going to say. We'll oh, get there. Okay. Well, I'll hold off on that. I just want to say again, I was fanboying so hard when I knew Kanan was in the show. I was like, Oh my God. Like, I told myself, like that's Kanan. That's Kanan. And like my, girlfriend knows Kanan too you know she watched uh, Rebels with us and whatnot so she was kind of like oh cool you know and it was just I loved it man just just seeing him there kicking some major butt too like that was cool man and now now you know looking back when you see him in Rebels they say hatred or skepticism of the clones and Rex like oh there's some trust issues why. there well earned well earned trust yeah. issues there yeah for big sure, yeah. time 
stupid hunter man oh i knew right away right away hunter man like you say good soldier soldiers follow no that was uh crosshair that's crosshair crosshair sorry yeah whoops yeah anyhow i knew right away like all they're like spelling it out for us like there's something wrong with crosshair like damn it well you know what was really cool like that opening episode was was it was really brisk. Like the opening was just so crisp and, and quick where it establishes where you are in the timeline. And God bless those little shots that put us right in Revenge of the Sith where they literally copied those shots out of Revenge of the Sith. That that was glorious. I, I, I don't know why I love that so much. But just to see Kenobi and, and Anakin and Grievous ripped from those frames from Revenge of the Sith. Just to just to situate us exactly in the timeline, I thought that was re- a really smart move. Palpatine speech, yeah, for sure. All that stuff, like all that stuff, to just keep you plugged in to where we are with with regards to Order sixty six, was super smart. And, and you know, learning like one of the things that we hooked onto when they first started talking about the show is, hey, they can really show us like what they're going to do with the clones and transition to a, a to stormtroopers, and that plan's already in motion and it was it was really well handled i thought and and, oh these guys are these guys going to comply with order 66 and yes and no mostly no but kind of yes with for one of them so it it really covered a lot of ground and and just leaves you with a great tease for episode two i know a guy on j19 or whatever he whatever he said yeah i just you know planted its flag in the ground that this would be more than just some random collection of, of one-off adventures with a group of, of like defective misfits, which was great. And, and Corey, you talk about that opening sequence on collar. There is a whole conversation to be had about that. And, and, but you know, going back to the trailer, (laughs) you see, you see record going, ah, we're all you need. And if you had told me at that point, yeah, he's actually talking to Kanan. (laughs) <laughs> I would have fallen out of my chair. It was it, like that was that, nobody saw that coming. But just on that front, and I, it's this one of the, the the issues that came out of this episode was sort of this uh, revision revising of canon, right? So like the, the this episode runs roughshod kind of over the opening of uh, Kanan, the, key- the last Padawan, uh, Padawan comic. Yeah. In broad strokes, it's still the same. But the details have now changed, where the, now the Bad Batch are, are there. And I suppose if you're not a reader of the books or the comics, then you don't you don't give a shit. But no. uh, generally, I mean, Carlos, I, I can't imagine that you care at all that they've 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 modified the comics or, you know, or and it's not the first time they've done this, right? This, they've they've uh, Cobb Vanth from Mandalorian his story differs from what's in the aftermath, although yeah, you know that could be an uh, unreliable narrator thing. Uh, the Ahsoka novel's been sort of Jimmy rigged, or at least the prologue's been sort of uh, upended. Do you yeah, care? we've been told for we've been no, we've been told for a while that whatever happens on screen supersedes anything that's been written. So yeah, I I, I really don't care at all. It's it's getting harder. I mean, I, I I read as much as I can, or I read as much as I can, as much as in, in in the respect that it interests me, if I don't really care to read it, like like the Thrawn books, I'm not reading it. So, you know, I read the Ahsoka novel; it was it was okay, but then they they kind of scrapped it, 
at least the prologue. And I was like, ah, okay, fine. Um, and then this this last Padawan thing, which in br- like the broadest stroke still stands, where Depa Balaba and Kanan were on collar, and she dies there, and she said run as the last word. That's what happens in the comic. Obviously, the details have now completely changed. I can't really bring myself to care, because now... Like, I know, like, a, a lot of that early publishing stuff seems to have a, a bit of a target on its back. And, or, or at least not, maybe not a target, but it's subject now to being overwritten if they need to. Yeah, it's kind of, because in not, in this case, it didn't need to be done like that. They still could have somewhat made it work. Well, they could have used to- still- two totally random Jedi. True, you, you but they still could have to... even made it with Kanan in a way, you know what I mean? They could have shoehorned the Bad Batch into that and made it work, but the fact that they were so di- direct with him... Uh, anyhow, like it's a little disappointing. Like The, the Ahsoka thing as well. Like, do, you, do, like, you care, Corey, get... do you Like, Do you care that they keep sort of... I do, I do. Like, you know, you kind of consider, like, we already have Legends. Like, Legends weren't canon anymore like let's keep some of the literature like uh you know i I get certain things but you know uh, something that seems lazy and it's like kind of just like why so i I, yeah you're paying a certain amount you want to keep things linear and if you're spending if you're that interested and you're spending that kind of money on literature and you're saying that the literature is canonical but i I get what carlos is saying that that film supersedes but if the literature comes first, like kind of, you have a story group to re- respect that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, y- yes, and and you know, I I I don't know, like I know Lucasfilm said now everything counts. It's all canon. Everything sort of is on the level. But it, I don't know that they ever said that the screen stuff supersedes. But it's obvious now. It's very obvious that whatever they want, the story that they want to tell on screen will overwrite certain portions of the printed stuff if if that's what they want to do. So, and I get that because you're not going to bring in big talent and, and creatives and then say, oh yeah, we did a comic five years ago that kind of covers this, so you can't do your story. I'm out of here. <laughs> you're going to hold me back for a comic? I'm sorry, I'm out. So you know, Star Wars is not going to uh, give themselves that sort of reputation where storytellers are going to feel hamstrung and I'm, you know, I am sympathetic to, uh, you know, star Wars fans who, who read everything and, and, and absorb all this lore and suddenly parts of it count, but other parts don't. But the other side of it is star Wars is always sort of been presented as like modern myth or legend. And like those always suffer from broken telephone. Right? Like, how many versions of, of of King Arthur are there? There's countless. Yeah, exactly. And so, and, and there's no canonical version. Zack Snyder's of... is going to be the definitive one. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh man. You know what? You have a, the the Zack. You have a point. The, the Zack Snyder cult will say that that's this is it. This is the this is the King Arthur, but that's it. I mean. It's it's a bit. I'll, like that. I'll just go out on the. I'll, anytime anybody precurses anything with, oh, we're gonna talk about anything Zack Snyder does. I I I turn off. I I will not listen. <laughs> I will not. And I'm sorry. I I I threw flowers at Robert Cast. 
uh, earlier in this show, but did not listen to the last roundtable. Sorry, <laughs> did not listen to the last roundtable. Don't I, I want Zach, to hear. I like Zack Hunter. Like three hundred was great. A lot yeah, of his no, stuff no, was 300 great. was good. Man of Steel was cool, but to, to I, I like yeah, Zack Snyder. I, I don't want to hear anything about Justice League. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't want to hear about. it. I don't want to hear about how it's better and how it's the. Yeah, you know what? When I had to retake tests when I failed them, yeah, it was the better. Ugh. For me, yeah. I, I like him. I hate his cult. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Both the thing people. that bothered me. And it, it's it's the same with like I'll say even for Ryan Johnson. I love him. Can't stand his cult. Can't stand it. I'm with you there too. It's it's insufferable. Cults are insufferable. Yep. Period. Oh boy. Anyway, um, where were we? We were talking about sort of uh, re- overwriting of canon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, like I said, I, was, I, 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 you know, it's sloppy. It doesn't need to be done at this point. I don't know if I'd call it sloppy. I just, I, it, I for sure, it's not an oversight. Isn't? It's not like they release the episode and be like, oh no, <laughs> oh god, guys. Look what we look what we did. We had this already fleshed out. They know. It's not a coincidence that they were on the same planet, the same Jedi and Padawan. It's they chose to do it this way, and they chose to what's, sort of keep what's, it in line. What was the what was the difference exactly? Other than the bad batch being there. Well, and that you know that, that is to be fair a big difference. Yeah, but just because they weren't mentioned in the comic doesn't mean they weren't there. You're you're, you're seeing it from their perspective, so it's normal. In a way, right? Well, the setting is the setting is different too, and it's 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 different enough in that scene where it's like, it, it one yeah they were having like a campfire over. or some shit yeah yeah like it was, it was like bedtime it's like yeah, night, it was time, night, time good battle today guys it was, it was it was yeah the battle was over and uh, okay so and this one it was kind of like in the midst of the battle type yeah type of thing. yeah okay I get it okay and we can back up. Not 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 that big a difference in my opinion, but that's whatever. Like, and, and the, on a side note, Aquil, that's getting to be a pricey comic. Oh, it is already. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And part two as well. It's no, it is. If you have a, if you get a, a nine point eight, you are you're sitting on a, a pretty little gem there. Nice. Um. Anyway, yeah. In the, like I said off the top, like in the broadest stroke, it holds up that Depa Balaba was killed by her clones on collar. Kanan was there and he fled. And Kanan's story from that point can be exactly like it is in issues 12 through or 2 through 12 in the comic. It could be the exact same. We just, but we're not following Kanan. Um, but yeah, the, the Bad Batch being there kind of upended that. And the fact that she said run too is really cool, man. That that Inquisitor interrogation. Yeah. You know, no, it they, all they, comes they, full they circle. They obviously paid attention and they tried to respect the comic as, as much as they could but at the end of the Even day the, the they still could have too. said they still could have made it a random padawan and a random jedi master and we still would have been like cool like nobody would have came to the mic and been like that really should have been caller and they really should have uh overwritten canon a little bit and made that uh, freddie prince jr talking like a 13 year old with his master like they, nobody would have said that Anyway, well, I'm pretty sure somebody would have said that. Yeah, maybe somewhere. Maybe somewhere. This is this is Star Wars after all. Yeah, I, again, but I, I'm I'm not. I did not get myself up in knots about it. Um, you know, I, like I said, they're they're not going to handcuff handcuff themselves because of this tiny little, uh, you know, a, a really small segment of fandom 
read a comic five years ago. It, they're just not. You know, it, like it's clear that there's a hierarchy. On-screen stories get preferential treatment. And yeah, that's going to get you exponentially more wiggle room than a comic. End of story. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, it gives. Uh, I like what it the way it played off here in the long run. You know what I mean? Like it gives you that familiar face of Kanan. It gives you that oh my god, it's Kanan moment. And it just it helps, like you said earlier, Carly. It just establishes things. And these two episodes are establishing things relatively quickly. In in a lot of ways, like you said, Kyle, like the situation with the clones, what's going to happen with them. And there's also, you know, the whole meeting with Saw Gerrera right away. Like this whole empire thing is so brand new yet the development of uh, the dark side is so incredibly quick. Like you see the empire that we know was cause we've never explored this time period before. Right? So the empire we know from like a new hope and whatnot, and just prior is super extremely evil. But it seems like the galaxy is really turning that way real, real quick. You know, we see that in episode two as well with the, uh, the chain codes, basically like a, an yep. identification system of everyone in the galaxy. Things things aren't looking good. And they're just spelling that out for us to establishing the fact that getting us comfortable, you know, it's the good old empire as you know it. That they're working quick to establish this this thing. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah, Brother's Big Brother's really getting in, in, getting all the fingers and all the pies real quick. Yeah, I don't like it. No, the empire's the empire's no good. It's no good. But they're just they're, they're spelling these things out for us, like real. It's very obvious. You know what I mean? Like they're making these things very obvious. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about Omega for a sec. I, I don't think they did a great job of hiding the reveal of her being the, the, the fifth defective clone. You know, they, they tried to kind of obscure it with language to lead you to believe that the five members of the Bad Batch were the five defective clones. But you, you had to know all along that you know, Echo doesn't count. And, and there's going to be some sort of reveal about, uh, about Omega. Uh, Corey, what do you think about Omega as the, as the character? I'm really intrigued. I mean, that's what I meant by the elephant in the room prior Mm -hmm. in the sense that who is she? Is she the female version of Django Fett? I don't think so. I don't think so. She's a, she's a deflective clone of some type or I don't know, but there's definitely an extreme significance to her. That's going to be very important to star Wars moving forward. I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, what's her What's her specialty? Like, how is she defective? We, we don't like, know yet. Wh- well, that's the thing. Like, that's I think that the, the MacGuffin what, is figuring that exactly, out, right? Exactly. Wasn't Once we see that, her, we're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" Was Wasn't it like her intuition, her empathy, kind of stuff? That her I don't curiosity know, wasn't that sort is of. Is she the only female clone? What's well, worth saying is, is she a f- clone of Django Fett? And if so, yes, then she's probably the only female. But I don't know. Like some people have postured like uh palpatine clone it's just like i've seen it i saw it passing around on twitter the other day like your snoke theory sucks your omega theory sucks like definitely something going on with the character i don't know i haven't really had a chance to really postulate too too much but definitely something's gonna big is gonna happen with her and when we find out like you said carlos it's gonna like her reveal of her what her power is it's going to be like an oh my god kind of moment. 
possibly even a force user maybe you know yeah that, that... that was my thought at first was that she she actually has the force yeah the whole thing about her being a palpatine clone it just it, it makes a fair amount of sense that palpatine would be obsessed with with creating his own sort of vessel yeah i don't know if they're gonna do that that just seems like such an easy thing for us to figure out but like so many clues are there already is she gonna be a force user i don't know it's it it might be because if if her empathy and her intuition is sort of her defect that might not that might be the force giving her that sort of extra uh, extra sensory perception kind of stuff and and calling empathy a defect yeah is so empire like yeah i wanted wanted to get to that the whole time like they call the bad batch defective clones when in fact like they have these amazing skills yeah exactly (laughs) since when is that a defect they just don't they don't listen they don't listen to orders they have their own minds yeah 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 but uh yeah that's 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 what i'm saying it's like that's their actual for that's their strength yeah exactly but the empire won't recognize that they need conformity no, the Empire recognizes it. That's why that's why they're the propaganda is that they're defect. Yeah, well that's it. They, they but they won't recognize their power. You know what I mean? They, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they're gonna say, you know, you guys aren't won't conform to the system. You're gonna be like uh, Edward Norton in the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> what? Edward Norton? Yeah, he's he supposed was... to play the Hulk, but he wasn't a team player, supposedly. Oh, oh god. Okay, okay. That's slander. That's a pretty good little slice to give us there, Corey. Well, yeah, no. yeah, I wasn't expecting wow. that one. Wow, how many beers yeah. did you win? Uh, two. Mm, good for you. That's that. Uh, that's a limit. So the uh, two beers, uh, two, we, you're not going to give us five hundred milliliters. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> one thousand milliliters. That's one Corey. liter, everybody. Corey. One liter. I love you, three thousand, Corey. Uh, oh my God, I love you too, man. I know. 3,000. Oh. And beyond. Okay, we're just creeping everyone out. Sure. Okay, just going to let that hang there for a sec. <laughs> right. Yeah, so Tarkin... Oh, how, cool is, uh, how cool is it to see Saw Gerrera, man? Uh, yeah, really cool. Really cool to see him hanging out with uh, old ladies and, and kids. And uh, Want to talk it, about migrating scars again? No, I don't. No. I mean, you're more upset about that than you are about rewriting of canon. <laughs> that is re- rewriting canon. <laughs> and you know what? There's And there's less reason for it, too. There's no reason to migrate a scar. There isn't, really. There's not. No. No, it was it was cool to see him, though. It was cool to hear uh, Andrew Cascino, I think, is is the voice yep. actor. Good to hear him back. Um. I also liked the fact that they they mentioned Rex right away, yeah. In, in, a, in the second episode, yeah. like it's like, yeah, he's around, man. You know, like we know I that. Thought, he's... I thought he was the friend that they were going to meet. Yeah, coming out of episode one, I thought that yeah, we're going to like, they know a guy. They're going to go find Rex, and you know, would that take us to Ahsoka as well? Who knows? But then I then I saw the title for episode two as cut and run i was like oh oh shit probably not and i wanted to ask you kyle just before i forget cut and sue so cut is that cut up 
from all those uh, episodes? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I didn't even think about that. You just gave me my name, sir. Well, um, <laughs> you're real cut up. Well, the clones are all one and the same, aren't they? Uh, who cares? <laughs> well, that's a good way, question. Way to skate through that question. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? I just yeah. tap danced right around that one. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, actually, I actually don't know. There was a couple <laughs> of people who are like Clone Wars aficionados who know that stuff inside out. Maybe Dave knows. Well, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows. Maybe Dave Filoni knows. I don't know if they changed his name to. You yeah, know, he wouldn't. I, 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 he wouldn't answer you anyway. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's it. He's like, "Do you think it's cut up?" I'm like, "I do, Dave." Then you just be like, "Go with that." He's he would talk for five minutes about how it could be, but it might also not be, and I I would just want to slap him in the mouth. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's Schrodinger's cut up. <laughs> Strangle him with that stupid hat. Whatever <laughs> one he's down decided to wear. That's that a fedora. Day. I don't care what I don't care what it is. It's stupid and he shouldn't be wearing it. You should read the book of Indiana Indianaology. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Now I was gonna post in the group, the Facebook group, but I, if you had to kick one Star Wars character right in the pills, who would it be and why is it Tarkin? Like what yeah. an asshole. I've I don't know that I ever hated somebody more like I, no I don't know if I've ever hated Tarkin more than in that first episode. I would have to agree with you, man. That oh, was uh, like I played the know. villain to a T there. He was such a jackass. Yeah. And if I was Wrecker, like Wrecker could have picked him up and just that's it, snapped him like a twig. Can I just say something though? I really don't like the Wrecker character. Oh, he's a bit on. much, but he's lovable. I can't, I can't uh, not like him. Just, oh yeah, it's it's just for me, it's just too much. For me, it's too much. He is, he's a, he's a, he's a. I mean, yes, it's a cartoon, but he's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. he's a, yeah, exactly. It, they they spell that out. He's the dense. He's big. He's lug. dumb. He's like, the big lug. Yeah, exactly. The, I mean, they're all kind of tropey, but his is. He's way over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I like. I, I was. I kind of didn't like uh ramble uh so much at first well it's it, it becomes easier if you think of him as charlie sheen from hot shots wow now you ruined it thanks <laughs> <laughs> uh no i, I, I steam just... coming out of his ears yeah exactly <laughs> part two uh <laughs> no i just i just i don't know there's just something about it that's way too campy for me uh, granted, it's pulpy and it's Star Wars. It's kind of supposed to be that way, but I and don't know. We man. knew we were getting into like the, the, this. This we knew well before we even got the show. Like having seen him in that four-part uh, arc in the Clone Wars, yeah. he's exactly the same character. He's like the big lug wrecker yeah. guy. Yeah, still don't like him though. But and it is so tropey. Like always, these big wrecker guys too. They they <laughs> they love their. They have their little Lulu. You know. Like they always, they're the guys that like, they have the little teddy bears because they're like the big dumb guys, you know, like. Yeah, he's a big oaf. Yeah, yeah. an oaf. But he, he's got his, his heart's in the right place and uh, his scars are pretty badass. Yeah, I just, oh, look over there. Oh, no, here, here's my card. Oh, no, wait, here's my card. Oh, no. And then he smashes all three guys' heads. That was very Zeb of him. Yeah, it was Zeb of him. Yeah, and that's another thing. That's exactly why. You just put your finger on it, Corey. Zeb is stupid, and so is Wrecker. <laughs> You're stupid. How's that? 
<laughs> Whatever. I was expecting that. Stupid. Why are you gonna be so stupid? stupid. stupid. Why are you gonna be so stupid? <laughs> oh, good times. Stupid. So, all right. So, so, so circling back to Tarkin, like he's, I could not tolerate him. Like, I, I love yeah. him as a character. I'd like to have him as a foil in Star Wars, but I just wanted someone to kick him so hard right in the balls that his they come That's shooting at thing, his mouth. Man. Like what? A, when I oh. when I picture Tarkin, he has pea sized balls, so it's not really worth it. Like they're really like when I look at him, he just looks so frail and like meh with his voice. But Stephen Stanton, man, can he can he yeah. do a Tarkin or what? Like do you, do you think that yeah he can? But like do you think the Kaminoans, despite being really tall and and wafy and wispy, do you think there's like any strength to them at all? I think they're screwed. Well, I, I think there's something going on. Like obviously we're gonna get rid of the clones. The the, the Empire doesn't seem to want anything to do with them, and. I'll reason. tell you why. And uh, this is a spoiler. You want to hear a spoiler? Sure. Uh, at the end of that first episode, they're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't. Like, they're, they're, they're obviously hiding something from Tarkin. Yeah, Omega. Yes. But 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 the thing is, is that I think what they were doing uh, was beyond the purview of the Republic and the Empire. And once Tarkin figures that out, that's going to shut down the clone program. Yeah, exactly. Once they figure out what Omega is, it's yeah. kind of like, um, uh, what's her name? River from Serenity or from Firefly, you know? Oh, there like, you go. You lost could, everybody. Uh, could, Everybody's lost now. Don't know. I don't know what that is, Corey. Liar. You saw the movie. You can't commit to the series. Yeah, but I, you know, the, the memory of, of the movie is just, it's gone. I remember watching but, it. I don't remember the details. But either way, I feel like the Kaminoans are screwed, man. Like, I really feel like the Emperor, you know, like, especially Palpatine used to be like, I want every, like, he does never want this whole war was orchestrated by himself. So let's tie our loose ends and basically put Cam, Kamen, just knock, whatever, knock, knock, over, knock over all those buildings, topple them all into the ocean, be done with that place. Exactly, or like just destroy the planet, or take it off the map again, like Ooh, it once was. Let's go test our Death Star. I mean, I know I they, I know they treaded that ground in in in, in uh, Rogue One, but uh, maybe they they got something else cooking. Uh, let's let's look over to, to Camino. Let's just see what this thing can do. But definitely, like loose ends, like that that place is in trouble. I would think that whole program, like just get it out of the way. And I I almost feel like they know that. And that's why that's another thing too, is that you get I get the feeling that the one Kaminoan feels very uh protective of Omega, but at a point she lets Omega escape because like you said, Kyle, there's there's more to they're sneaking around, they're doing something, they're hiding something from from Tarkin that eventually they're scared that they might get caught. Whoever's hired them or whatever it is, or whatever they've done on their own accord uh that's that's the elephant in the room man and i i really feel they alluded to the fact that she let omega escape with them yeah no i, I would agree yeah. with that yep i mean she always she, she's always saying stay close stay close to me like where do you think she's gonna go you know she's not she's never seen the light of day which was a beautiful scene in episode two yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, very reminiscent of Ray. Very much. Yeah. So. I never knew so much green existed. Like, yeah, I thought she was going to say the same thing. Almost, I thought the like, oh, they wouldn't dare do that. Oh, no. all, yeah, all, all you would hear campy. is oh, 
That's it. They confirmed it's her mom. That's all you would have heard. Say, like, I gotta kill you, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, but yeah, she, you know, she's she's never seen the, the light of day. So why does was it Nala say? Is that that Kaminoan's name? Why does she want her always like at her heel? Stay here, stay with me. It's she she's for some reason it's wants to keep important. her close until there's a viable opportunity to get her out of there. Which which was the bad batch, and so I I, I got to think that she's sort of relieved that Omega's out there on her own now. Yeah, R- relieved, worried. And let's say, and I'm just curious as to why, who hired who, or what did they do, and who she is, what she is. Well, I mean, she's yeah. awesome, man. She's innocent. She's she's us. She's the viewer, man. Well, th- this you know this I mean? show is turning out to be. Well, it will turn out to be more about her than anyone else. Oh yeah, for sure. And that, like seeing it through her perspective as well is like I saw someone tweet something like that, like. That's what Star Wars is, man. It's that wonder, you know? Yeah, they, yeah, and they captured a bunch of that. You know, a bit of Han Solo vibe to that as well. When she he sits her down, you know, you're going to want to watch this. And they jump to hyperspace and she's all twinkly-eyed. Yeah, they, 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 they rolled in a bunch of, of Star Wars feels into that second episode. And... and which, which in itself had huge uh, sanctuary vibes from from uh, Mando season one. Mm. It was you know, it, it, let's let's go cooler heels somewhere and, and you know lay low. Which for is kind of quick and for episode two there, but uh, what's that? Kind of quick for episode two, but uh, I, I got the same vibe as you to be honest. Yeah, and let's you know let's go hide in this little farm community place with a friend and uh let's try and dump the the kid here because this is a better place for the kid so there's all kinds of star wars stuff rolled into this you know half hour episode which which was really cool and i don't know you know the whole thing about chain codes which i think i think mando was the first we heard of chain codes yep like now that's a like a, a real important thing in star wars not just something you do when you're chasing a bounty uh, it's yeah, man. Like I, 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 I dig with what they're doing so far. Yeah, they did a great job. Like it just again reiterates how much I really love animation and Star Wars animation in particular. Like Resistance was great, but I'll put that on back burner. Everything they've done, computer generated thus far, has told an amazingly epic tale, and I'm just looking forward to more, man. There's definitely an end goal to this series, no matter where it ends, like there is for the most part for most things, especially when it comes to Filoni's game. And I'm looking forward to seeing what what we get in the long run. And the ride along the, w- the way is going to be just so fun. Like, you know, we got another thing to look forward to weekly. Uh, it's, it's great, man. Like, I just remember looking forward to Rebels Weekly. I wish I would have had that with Clone Wars. But I didn't, unfortunately. But once I got around to watching it, it was just, I couldn't get enough of it. Like, it was such a treat to be able to say, like, oh, like, come home tonight and get to watch a new episode of Clone Wars. It was just something special, man. And it still is. Like, I watched this show, and there were so many moments where I was, like, holding my son's hand. And he's nine years old now, and that's not going to last forever, you know what I mean? And things like that just mean so much to me, man. Yeah, for sure. This, this is a lot of fun. Like my my son, generally, it's weird for a little guy. You know, he he 
when it comes to Star Wars and Marvel, he doesn't really care for animation. Like, he wants to see live action stuff. But we got into this, and he loved it. He was really happy to watch this episode. He, it's the, Omega. Like, nah, think about the, it. Like, there's nah, no. There's the Bad Batch. He's, he's, they're custom made. Omega. They're custom made for kids to, like, freak True. out over. True. They're like, again, they, they, you got your tech. You got your Leo, your Donnie. Exactly. You know what I mean? You got That's your exactly. Raph. So what about Crosshair? Is he coming back to the group or is he is he out? I, uh, are they going to get I, him back? I, 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 can, I, can, I, can I jump in, Corey? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I was just going to say, I think what... Uh, be, because they she talks about the inhibitor chip, I think they end up rescuing him and, and doing the Ahsoka, Ahsoka to Rex thing. I think they they end up saving him um, against his his will. I think at first, and then uh, I think that's maybe the culmination of this first season. Uh, we're only getting one season, right? Of these guys, I don't know. It's, we don't know yet. They haven't confirmed anything. They haven't confirmed. So, anyways, I, I think that's where it's going. I I, I don't. Uh, last week you asked if we thought we were getting any reveals from Lego. And I said, yeah, on May fourth, we'll probably get the uh, we'll probably get the Bad Batch uh, attack shuttle, um, the release because some of the pictures had been uh, leaked uh, on one of the uh, European websites. Um, but it dropped on May fifth, and I I know why they did it that way because on the back of the box art of the box, you actually have all five members of the Bad Batch. Um, looking to attack crosshair who's actually taking a shot at echo like it's actually on the box it was like pretty wow. much a spoiler for the first episode so they they released it uh the day after the episode dropped which was uh kind of great man like pretty cool of them uh to 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 really to really do that and um yeah so i, I it's definitely part of of where this show is going is, is going to be uh, how, how do they save Crosshair if they save him at all? I have to agree with Carlos, man. Like, I, I really think they're a team. I, I, I think leaving someone behind is not part of their thing. But at the same time, I have a bit of a suspicion about that in the sense that the way they're spelling out how bad this guy is, like, he really seems like quite the villain. You know, he'd be, an, a worth, yeah, he seemed, he'd be like quite the worthy adversary as well. And He's, he had that like he was like screaming Starscream vibes to me, you know what I mean? So like I don't know, they might stick with him as the bad guy. And there's also the toys as well. Like there was this unknown character that was released with him, and I was like, who is this guy? But it seems to be him, dressed in his new gear, which could stick around for a while. But again, I think the inhibitor inhibitor chip's gonna be pulled out or broken at one point with these guys, and they're gonna they're gonna help him for some re redemption. I wonder if Omega plays a role in that. She, I mean, she does she know about it? I don't know if she she actually knows about that or not. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I am I am uh, really intrigued with what they're doing. I think they're uh, obviously this is not a pointless thing anymore. You know, I. I I think that's sort of where we set the bar. Like, ah, this is just going to be a collection of, of A-team kind of stories. But, you know, and, and left the room to be surprised if they took this in sort of like a, a long game. 
which looks like they are. And I don't know how long they'll do it for. It's, I think it's 16 episodes for season one, which is pretty impressive. So this is going to run, let's see, if they, if, if they take no breaks, this will run into July. And will overlap Loki at one point, which I didn't know that they would do. I thought they liked sort of one Star Wars, one Marvel, blah, blah, blah. But this, this will overlap with Loki, I think, at one point. Which I'm fine with. <laughs> I'll I'll find a way to deal with that. Oh yeah, this just what do you mean? That's like just a glorious problem to have. Well, absolutely, it is. It just, I think you'll find a way, Kyle. I I'll struggle through. Yeah, you know, but what I, a struggle it is. I will find a way through. Uh, anything else? I'm, jump out deeper about the show in general. Yeah, spe- or spe- in general or specific. Uh. Just this, the, the bit of the, again, the breakneck speed of the way the galaxy is changing. I think they did, you know, they need to establish that we need to have some villains in this, right? We need to play a bit in that familiar sandbox of knowing what's what. Uh, the fact that we don't, never played in this timeline before, I think is really interesting. But again, they're spelling this out for us really quick. So that jumped out at me a lot. Uh, the the destiny of the Kaminoans is a big question for me. Omega's fate or whoever she is, her origin, really intriguing. And uh, like Carlos, you had brought up uh, Crosshair's fate, big questions, uh, where the show's going, when they're going to meet Rex. Uh, it's going to be a long journey, man. And I- I'm glad that they have Omega. She's almost not, you can somewhat compare it to a Grogu in a way, you know, she's young, she's innocent. We don't want anything bad to happen to her. And, you know, something's probably going to happen this season at one point. <laughs> so we've got to brace ourselves for that. And there's also that goodbye as well at the end of the series, whenever that is. But we got 16 episodes, 14 left. I'm really, really looking forward to see how this progresses and what it has to do with the grander scheme in Star Wars, man. Yeah, and I, sure. again, I, th- I think they're going to continue to spell things out for us they're not gonna make things really subtle and whatnot you know like do you think do you th- when this bad batch proves to be more than a handful and they will do you think they call in old darth vader to come in play in the play in the sandbox too could be his first mission vader's first mission imagine seeing vader no they in, covered uh, that in a comic dummy they wouldn't they can't <laughs> oh too bad <laughs> that was a joke by the way they totally could or first inquisitor experimental. Yeah. But that was a program that yeah, took I mean, place later on too. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if, if lightsabers will play a part in the series at some point. I got to think they do. You know, they were, they were there in, at the early part of, of episode one. I got to think there's more to it. They'll be back. And, and who knows? Maybe that's all we get. At least we got some. And, uh, you know, we talked about uh, early on, like, uh, the Bad Batch meeting up with Saw Gerrera. Is that a one and done for Saw? I can't believe that it is. Yeah, he seems to know something that they don't, so. You know, like, and will the Bad Batch play a, a more a larger role in, in in the Rebellion, building the Rebellion? Or was They probably it- will in the long run. The, the Omega, it all is going to boil down to Omega again. Getting Omega to where she needs to be is going to be uh, crucial to the galaxy's ability to find hope again. I mean, you can already, 
you know, squint and turn, tilt your head a certain way and go, oh, well, you know, the Bad Batch kind of helped the rebellion by by not taking out Saw Gerrera and his little, and his batch there, because who knows what that group goes on to do? And if Hunter gave the order to attack, they would have wiped them all out. That have been that would have been the end of them. Even though they had the, 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 the some of those troops had the drop on them, they you know, who knows what would have happened. And here's another big thing that stole, uh, stood out to me. Clone Wars. Love the Clone Wars. I remember so much is that we decided to choose story arcs from the Clone Wars on the podcast. And each week we broke them down for three weeks where we each chose one. I chose one in particular about the clones in particular because it is the Clone Wars. Now we're watching the Bad Batch and it's like, I hate the clones. It's like... You know, I love the clones in the Clone Wars. They were so like those people that you, you got their backs. They were brothers. It was great. But now they're guys. And I get it. I have some empathy. They're following orders because good soldiers do. And they got the chips in their head, whatever. But now they're just all dicks. <laughs> like, that's the way they're spelling it out. Like, they're not. They're spelling everything out for us here. There's, there's no like. Uh, it's like you didn't get that from Revenge of the Sith at all. That wasn't. Well, of course I did, but the, all this animation, all this animation stuff comes out, comes out uh, after that, right? So you form this attachment with the clones, but now we're right back to like hating them, like every one of them. I've always hated cafe- them. I've always hated them because of that, because of just Commander Cody. Ah, oh, you'd be needing this, sir. And then he gets that little message, and he's like, "Blast him!" Like <laughs> three seconds later. Yeah, it's rough. I'm, I, just, I, I've always had a difficult time reconciling that Cody is just like, okay. And Rex is like, and he fights it as hard as he can. And it's, it's driving him mad. What is the fundamental difference between Rex and Cody? Ahsoka. Is, yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotta be. Yeah. That. Ahsoka's there, but those, you know, those... Obi-Wan's not my Jedi. Ahsoka's my Jedi. And, and Rex kind of had like an, an idea. Something was going on too. Like well, knowing he was being duped, did he? I, I don't know. If, obviously, five's dead. That's it. Like Rex started looking into it. No. Well, in or that seventh season, batch? he was told, like, you know, uh, dig up dirt on uh, CT five 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 five, whatever he is. <laughs> and that's that's kind of where he figured out the rest of it. Oh, that stupid droid with like the twelve digit name. Oh, I thought that was funny. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was too much. I was like, where is this going to end? I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought it would have been funny if you went, I'm uh, whatever, C3, uh, 3.1416, like <laughs> if pi. you would have like done pi. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have laughed at that too. Yeah, no, I how did, we never talked about this. How did you feel about Freddie Prinze reprising the voice? Because I thought it was goofy AF, man. It just sounded weird. It sounded weird. I'm sorry. I love the guy. Oh, I love Kanan, but have you seen uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and she's all that? Like, <laughs> if you don't get goofy from Freddie Prince in general, <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was yeah, it was fine. fine. I was, just I was fine okay for Freddie Prince Jr. It was fine. Yeah, yeah I suppose. All right. Yeah, it didn't bother me too much. I, I was actually stoked that it was actually him when I heard it. I was like, that's Freddie Prince. I was like, and I thought about it. I'm like, he's doing a pretty good job of playing an adolescent. Okay. Yeah, when he when he's not drunk, that's how he sounds like. So, 
I love that guy. It did did yeah. cut going back to cut. Did he make any reference to Order sixty six? No, no way. So we. I was looking for it, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear anything. So I, I have to, we have to assume he would have obeyed because he's a regular clone with the chip in his head, but he just was withdrawn from the war. He was hiding, defected, and just had no clue. The the command never got to him. We only see him, and we don't see him in season seven at all, right? No, no. So like the last time was what season four from that arc that Corey chose. Cut. I think, I think the last season time we four. S- oh man, what season? I think it's earlier than that where they go to Seleucami. Hmm. Anyways, interesting, interesting question. I'm sure there's people out there. Like, You're stupid, man. Season three, episode seven. You're stupid. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> That's potentially interesting because I, you know, I, I don't know if Cut comes back into the picture or you know, was this sort of a, a one and done sort of visit with him and he's off with his family and he's out. Oh, he's done. I hope he. I hope he's done. He found safety. I think that last little moment they spell it out there like you look familiar, and he boards the uh, shuttle. Well, you I know, think he's out. That sequence where they're sort of like running in and out and and grabbing those uh id card kind of things that was that had such rebel vibes to it to me i was like oh this is this is goofy rebels here like infiltrating the base getting out when oh there's 25 different stormtroopers there and not one of them saw the person walk out the front door like that was a total rebels vibe to me there yeah I, i mean i kind of have to agree with you like all we need that's now, okay. all we need now is for the good guys to put on the bad guys' clothes and go into into a base. Uh, that's one thing that w- I would have been like, uh, too much, or too or much. or you know, imprisoned and sprung loose. Like that's all that's, and I'm sure that's going to happen at some. Actually, that's already happened. They've yeah, already they been already thrown in jail. Episode one. Yeah, they've already been thrown in jail. They already passed that. God damn it! They've already done it. <laughs> yeah, someone in the, get record to find the secret. Uh, whatever. The panel there. Get I Omega. can do it. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say, punching a wall to get out of a prison—that's. Yeah. What do we need to do, guys? Like we literally wrote ourselves but into Kamino a corner. Was no. designed as a prison, man. They literally wrote themselves into a corner and just said, oh, "Record can punch a hole in a metal wall." <laughs> oh, I love it. They retrofitted a colloning facility, dude. Anyway, um, I'm have, I'm gonna have a blast with this show. 14 episodes left to go, and who knows how many seasons left ahead. I am I'm all in, man. Where does that? I haven't I haven't done the math yet, but where does that take us into summer? Or May? I just said July. I just said July, right around July. Loki's release. Yeah. Boy. Okay. Anyway, we keep throwing uh, Dave Filoni all kinds of flowers here, but this is really Jennifer Corbett's show. I think she's the head writer. She's one of the big bosses running the show, so. Instead of always saying Filoni, 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 who's really more involved with Mando and and Rangers and Ahsoka, let's let's save some praise for Jennifer Corbett, who really is uh, the, the I think I believe I think that's the name of the person who's got the hand on the wheel here. Mm-hmm. Okay, boys, I think uh, are we done for this week? I think yep. so, man. Yeah, you guys know where I'm off to. What? what? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Corey. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's late. It's bedtime. Come on. Yeah. 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 
Anyway, everybody, um, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> this podcast. Uh, if you did, and uh, you, you know you, you feel like you want to help these three knuckle-headed morons from Canada, why don't you just share this with your buddies, who your Star Wars-loving friends who might need an extra dose of Star Wars in their podcast feed. So share this on the social media or otherwise. And uh, otherwise, you can, you can still head over to iTunes and be the person, the first person in I don't know when, two, three years to leave us a review. So, so uh, who's going to be the, be the brave soul to go and drop us some kind of review? Go do that. Um, and then if you want to be a bigger part of the podcast, of course, you can drop us an, a line at tumblingsaber at gmail.com and we'll get your thoughts into an upcoming episode of the podcast. And uh, lastly, just a, a big shout to the Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which we invite you all to come join and uh, hang out there in, in the privacy of a closed group where... You know your 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 nerdiness won't be outed to your friends. So if you want to, if that if that floats your boat, come check us out on Facebook. Otherwise, guys, uh, Carlos, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at C Candido Music and at uh, the Funny Carlos on Twitter and Instagram. And I relaunched my Patreon campaign, uh, Patreon.com/slash Carlos Creates. Uh, I'm releasing an album. Yeah, uh, and uh, the main goal for the album is to be a, a vinyl release. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, we're doing a uh, concept album. Uh, all the details uh, will be found on uh, Patreon uh, starting uh, this week. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to creating some stuff for uh, for all y'all people so uh go and check that out uh later on uh this year i'm going to uh also be uh uh releasing or sorry launching a kickstarter campaign for all those who who didn't jump onto the patreon earlier uh it's gonna cost you a little more uh but uh, we're doing t-shirts i already have a design uh t-shirt design and sticker design uh and uh yeah so uh uh, get on board early and uh, we're gonna have some fun with that so go check it out uh three five and ten dollar tiers uh for uh for the patreon uh go check it out thanks cool Corey. where can we where can we find you when you're feeling feeling gracious enough to bless us all with the presence well, on social media where where can people address you you can find me dear kyle a chop rules with a Z on the twitter machine Hit me up in my DMs sometimes, guys. Anybody wants to talk, I, I talk to a lot of people in the DMs. Uh, it's a good way to reach me. If not, find us, like Kyle said, in our closed Facebook group. It's great. Except, uh, except for grabs. Space. You don't answer grabs. He's I all, do. All week long, he was, grabs was, t- was sending us messages, and I don't, I don't remember seeing one from you. You you went, you, I you besmirched I didn't see anything from good... grabs. Oh, jeez. I spoke with grabs the other day. Back off. All right. All right. Just, all right. Anyway, <laughs> I love grabs. I remain at Tumbling Saber on Twitter, on Instagram, and of course in the uh, the Facebook group that we just spoke about. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for spending your time with us. And until next week, everybody, stay safe and may the force be with you. Love you, Stu. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see
voice is sending chills. 